Listeners of Radio Adonia, it is 6.09 p.m. Central Standard Time, February 3rd, 2021. So currently, I am here with Archie Birch of Isveria, governor of the Commune of Eats. Hello. Hi. Do you, yeah. Hi. Hello. Hello there. So, first off, good evening. How are you? I'm doing well. How about you this fine evening? I'm good. So, here's what we're going to do. I'm going to be asking you some fancy fancy questions and you say what you say we'll do stuff and then we'll be on our dandy way sound good sounds fine and dandy to me all right my friend so let's start with our first question so how did you start micronationalism and why did you start micronationalism so when i was younger when i was about let's say about 10 or 11 I got really involved and really interested in creating my own nation. And for a while, I roped my siblings into it, and we created our own little nation called uh, the Kids United Republic. However, uh, I didn't know about micronationalism at the time, so I can't really count that as a micronation. But that really got me interested in the world building and just legislation building and symbolism designing. And then as I got older, I kind of was learning and learning just, you know, geopolitics and also other fun stuff. And I came across this concept of micronations through uh, a microwiki article by the name of uh, the Empire of Austronesia. So I read about them, then I learned about Zealandia and a whole bunch of other things, other nations. Mind you, this is like 2015, so this is almost six years ago now. But I was really interested in that. And then kind of just went from there. Kind of just talked to a few friends. One of my old scout leaders was involved in this type of stuff. And he showed me the ways, got me involved in this, and kind of just grew from there. Now, I didn't know that, so that's news to me. Hopefully, you know, whatever happened, you guys learned something. Because, you know, to be honest, I didn't know that until, well, now. So, um, next question. Can you tell us, I don't know, a little information about Miss Beria? You know, what you got going on and stuff like that? Oh, sure. So, Miss Beria is a micronation that was founded in 2018, but we trace our lineage back to our original nation of Farmia back in 2015. Uh, Miss Beria is a imperial nation which claims the title of emperor but in our case we use the title of Madaka Wando Sapum 
which comes from the uh, Wabanaki Confederacy located in uh, northern New England, so like Maine, New Hampshire, Vermont, uh, and then you got New Brunswick and Nova Scotia. Uh, with that, we just, Disparity is a very, is a nation based on Native American culture. We take a lot of our titles and organizations through a perspective of cultural preservation and cultural exploration of uh, Labanaki Confederacy information. However, we have taken a slight turn towards a more modern-based government. We actually have a parliament that was just inducted uh, this past week, and we have a lot of great things going on. Sounds good. Uh, sounds good. So, next question. Um, can you tell me some goals of Ms. Varia? Like, what you guys want to do as a nation um, all around? Yeah. So, originally, Ms. Varia was founded with the goals of learning and exploring new cultures and people. And that is still our goal, one of our goals. However, over time, we came up with the idea of wanting to found a town kind of Malasia style, but then as we've gotten further into the project, we've realized that wouldn't be such a great end goal because once you get that end goal, then you got to keep it up and that's a lot of financial work and everything else. But currently, uh, some revised goals we've had are, uh, would be cultural uh, preservation slash exploration of Wabanaki Confederacy, exploring new cultures and peoples, uh, as well as creating a place where new and micronationalists, as well as individuals who need a place where they can just feel comfortable and safe can reside. We do a lot of, uh, we do a lot of programs. We're actually currently do a, a scout program, which is basically through the Boy Scouts of America unofficially. We offer merit badge trainings, we offer leadership uh, training, all these sorts of stuff like that, as well as when it comes to micronationalists, we'll help them with uh, document uh, creation and document templates, as well as mentoring and guiding if they need some assistance and ask us for it. So far, so um, good. Uh, Ms. Barry and Maya seems to be prospering, so there you go. Um, how does Ms. Barry work? Like, form of government, how you do stuff? Oh, yeah. So, our government is technically a constitutional monarchy. However, we uh, take a more different approach to it. So, from top to bottom, of the Madakawanusatam, which is myself, and then we have the Wittapal, which is basically Prime Minister, that's Jane. Below uh, him is an advisory council called the Wittapal Advisory Council, which is a little advisory council with his friends and colleagues from the region he resides, where they kind of just give him advice on how to do his job. Then we go down to our House of Lords, which is our place where all of our governors, they're called Sakam's chiefs. And 
That's where they all get to reside and work together and if they have questions or need help, that is where the government comes in and helps. Uh, next, we go down to our Imperial Advisory Council, which is ministers like our Minister of Socialism, our Minister of uh, History and Preservation, uh, Minister of Culture, and so on. Below that is Parliament, and our Parliament is elected via councils of regions based on population and uh, like the location where those regions are. Then we go down to municipal level, like Greater Songo, BME, uh, Timberia, uh, places like that. And depending on the region or the town, you could have a council like you do in Timberia, or as you do in Greater Songo and BME, you have an advisory council and, and mayor, obviously. Um, below that, we have, so for like BME, is Bangor, Pachayas, Eastport. Those are the three main cities, uh, main cities that we have plans in. Each of those cities uh, hold a advisor to kind of just o oversee the, the claims in that area. Uh, that is basically our government kind of broken down. I mean, it sounds base. Thank you. <laughs> so, moving away from Ms. Varia a little bit, because we've, I think we've learned um, a decent amount of information. Um, what are your personal thoughts, if you want to change, if you want to um, not share some things, that's fine. Um, what are your thoughts on the micronational community as like a whole? Um... For me, I think it's changed my perspective on the community throughout the years while I've been here since I joined in 2018. 2018, uh, just a little perspective, when I came in, I came in at a time where there was no drama, or at least the drama wasn't widespread. Uh, we actually had a whole bunch of servers, a whole bunch of nations doing server links, so you could talk in a channel and it appeared someone else's server and a channel named the same thing in their server. Uh, that was at the beginning of the, not the beginning, that was more between the middle slash end of the transition from Skype to micro, uh, to Discord for the MicroWiki community. So I was kind of new when everyone was all buddy-buddy with each other. Uh, over the years though, I have realized there isn't much of a community, per se, there's just fractured communities like MicroWiki, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Wicca. Obviously, all of those you have sub-communities and everything else, but uh, overall, the whole micronational hobby or group or, I don't know, passion project? I don't know what you want to, whatever you want to call it, really. It's, while it's a hard project or a hard group to be in, because, you know, we're all self-appointed leaders, uh, we all have differing uh, age groups, differing ideologies, everything else. I mixed the community, I wouldn't say more drama-filled, but more diverse in a way where people are obviously going to butt heads. But the community itself, well, not the community, but the whole project, this whole realm of micronations really is, it's inspiring. 
I'd say at least, because you can talk to one person and hear their experiences as a micronationalist, or that they've been here for six months. Or I could talk to people who've been here for 10 years, and you get varying different perspectives. I would say community, not the community, but when I say community, I'm more referring to microwiki, because that's where I'm mostly based in. Uh, it's diverse, it's interesting, and uh, I'm curious to see where it goes and grows. This will be an interesting question after that. Um, what is your favorite thing about the, at least the part of the Micronations um, realm that you've been through? My favorite thing would be have, would have to be uh, the connections I've made. Uh, there's uh, like uh, Anthony of the uh, former Antonian Empire, uh, yourself, Andrew of uh, the People's Republic of Edonia. Uh, some, some uh, not old, but more experienced micronationalists like uh, Bill, uh, like, Sorgo of Sandus or Adam of Uberstadt. Uh, just the people I've met and getting to just work with them and getting to experience the world, really. Because a micronation is its own little nation, but there's aspects of the people in those micronations themselves. And it's interesting and gives perspective on not only life, but also just how things are in the world. Yeah, that's fair. Um, I mean, yeah, so far the community's been just a bunch of people who I've been able to get along with. So, I mean, so far, so good, I, I suppose. Um, adding to that, this will be the last question before music break, so yay. Um, how are things currently for you in the realm, the micronationals realm? Like, how are you, how are you doing here? How are your friends and that stuff? Hmm, that's an interesting question, I would have to say. Uh, it depends on when you're asking, really, uh, currently, my time in the micronational community has been fantastic. I've done a lot. I recently served as the Secretary of Statistics for the GUM for a year. Uh, currently, I am heavily involved in Adonia and Aspen. Uh, other communities or other nations I'm working in currently, and other groups really are the, uh, there's the International Aerospace Community, which I'm heavily involved in, uh, as well as I'm a current employee for Statistic Diamond, which runs a lot of the micro-wiki communities, polling and opinion polls and everything else. Uh, I've noticed in the past few months, however, that I have become sort of a spokesperson slash champion for micronational culture to grow. Uh, I wouldn't say, I'd t I wouldn't take credit for that. Uh, I'd say I'm just following the footsteps of the late Mariah Birch, but uh, yeah, the community is, I'm doing a lot in the community right now. I'm involved in about 
14 nations, whether that's official or unofficial. And I've been focusing on mentoring younger micronationalists or newer micronationalists if they see them. All right, so I think we're going to um, cut that off there for uh, the first, I think it was like six questions, something like that. So we're going to hit a music break and, you know, music stuff. Woo. I, yeah. Woo. And uh, yeah, so we shall be back. This land is your land, and this land is my land, from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me. As I went a-walking that ribbon of highway, and I saw above me that endless skyway, I saw below me that golden valley, this land was made for you and me. footsteps and the sparkling sands of her diamond deserts all around me a voice was a sounding this land was made for you and me there was a big high wall there that tried to stop me the sign was painted said private property but on the back side it didn't say nothing this land was made for you and me when the sun comes shining then i was strolling in the wheat fields waving and my dust cloud rolling a voice was chanting as the fog was lifting this land was made for you and me this land is your land, and this land is my land. From California to the New York Island, from Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters, this land was made for you and me.
Okay. Welcome back, my friends. I'm still with Mr. Birch. Hola. Hi. Yeah. E. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, right, right there. Yeah. Yeah. So, as you can tell, me and him are weirdos, but anyway. Uh, so, I'm going to ask you, I don't know, a few more questions about Ms. Beria, maybe, just to see, you know, stuff. So, a particular interest in a lot of people that I have um, talked to, I mean, even um, outside of the community, because I've had, like, teachers find my, my, my personal microwave page, stuff like that, um, they're interested in awards and that kind of stuff, and that kind of stuff you can earn. So, do you mind telling us, maybe, I don't know, a little bit about a Ms. Berrien Awards, perhaps a particular one you like, or newest one, or what, what you got going on? Sure. Uh, so, back in 2018, Ms. was first founded as a unified nation. Uh, we uh, created awards, not as a way to show off or brag about what people do, but as a way to kind of recognize people for their work or recognize people for their dedication in either in this area or in other projects. The whole idea of awards in the micronational community, the micronational realm really, uh, being for clout has been something that's been kind of lost on the whole misbearing identity when it comes to awards. Uh, Usually awards go to people for development of the nation, uh, helping us through a scandal or crisis, uh, leadership in the community, or other such places. Uh, the awards are really meant more as a, you're doing a good job, we recognize you for your good job, and we look forward to seeing more of it. Uh, for awards, we currently have a counter we currently have five awards uh, that are Imperial Honors. Uh, the highest award a civilian or community member can earn is the most illustrious order of the Star of Mariah, Legacy Protector. Uh, the most common award we give out is the Order of the Star of the Sea, Knight, and Royal Knight. However, we have been delving more into leadership recognition roles and awards. Uh, some notable Examples of that would be the Noble and Sovereign Order of um, Chias. That is our kind of kind of secret group. Not it's like a, it's like a well it's like a secret but not secret group at the same time. Uh, it's a organization that is based around helping others and kind of signifies the best of what the Mysterian community can offer. So. We currently have about 15 members of that. Uh, it's based on, it's modeled after uh, Malta, the Order of Malta, which is pretty cool. And then our most recent honor would be, I want to make sure I get this correct. Sorry, I something like that. Oh, man. <laughs> Uh, just for context, he is an old man. Oh, yes, I am, yes, I am. <laughs> so, recently, uh, for those of you who don't know, I am a Eagle Scout, and I am heavily involved in scouting. So, I have taken the highest training a scouter take worldwide, which is Woodpack. 
and during that training, I learned leadership skills, team building, and a whole bunch of other stuff. And following my approval for getting everything done for that training, I created the award of the Bob White Medal of Leadership, which I am a Bob White Uber badge. Uh, the, the honor represents respect, courage, leadership, and uh, has led immense change for good above all, uh, not just in their own nation or their own community, but in the greater international realm. It's kind of like the biggest award we can give, and it's an award that I'm looking forward to actually I mean, yeah, that sounds, yeah, that's amazing. Sounds cool. And I hope anyone out there who was questioning awards, hope we got your questions answered. So, <laughs> so a lot of people are going to be asking, since I cannot provide the answer for it, figure we ask you, how can, let's say I'm just some random person you pulled off the street or something. And you were telling me about Ms. Mary, and I was like, how can I become a citizen of Ms. Maria? How would you answer that question? So, all right. So, would give you my contact information, uh, Ms. Beria, uh, gov, at govt, at gmail.com. I'd have you email me there. And I would send you a Google form. After you, your Google form has been filled out, it will be reviewed by the Citizenship Advisory Committee which will go over your application, and if approved, I will be notified of it, and I will send a message to you congratulating you on becoming a citizen, and that is where you get to join a Discord server, that is where you get to talk to citizens, if you're looking to get involved in our government or programs, that's where you can get involved there. Uh, if you're from the core main area, uh, you can get in contact with the less talkative uh, citizens, as well as actually attend some in-person events once COVID ends. So, one more um, question, and then afterwards you can add whatever you want to add to um, this interview. Um, so, there are probably, I don't know, a few micronationalists listening to this. That's kind of how this goes. Um, so someone may ask, how can Ms. Beria and their micronation work together? How can, um, you know, diplomatic relations and that stuff, that kind of stuff, be worked out and signed and so? All right, yeah. So when it comes to diplomatic policy, we will work with just about anyone. If you want to work on a project and it seems beneficial to Ms. Beria or something that we see worthwhile, uh, we will agree to work with you. However, we do have a strict policy of one treaty per month. That is to, uh, it's essentially to slow down the amount of treaties we're signing and really get to know the people we're working with. Uh, my suggestion would be that if you're applying and you don't hear back or hear back and told Sorry, not this month. We'll get back to you when you get a chance. Uh, don't be discouraged. We're more than willing to work with you. 
We'll just get back to you when we have an opening. Currently, our wait list is about six months long. So, no new treaty, uh, basically the treaties lined up for the next six months. However, that shouldn't discourage someone from applying. We're actually looking into a way to start informal relations as like a test period slash introductory period to get to know the nation before we actually sign relations, which will speed up the process when it comes to diplomatic treaties. Anything you want to add before we head out? Yeah. Uh, I want to say thank you for having me on here. And uh, if anyone has any information or any questions that they'd like to uh, ask or know, uh, please let me know. Uh, my email address is Misperia. Uh, is Misperian Government or Misperian GOVT at gmail.com. And uh, yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah, and I'm happy to have you here because you know, you know, fancy um, interviews are fun, and you're a fun person, and it just worked out. So, okay. Mm -hmm. So now that you know, we've interviewed you and that stuff. I think we're gonna head out. So, this was fun. We're happy to have you here, and I'm pretty sure all the listeners are very intrigued with. Um, how things went, and yeah, so well, thanks for listening, and have, of course, as always, a wonderful, wonderful day.